0: Really, you do owe it to yourself to check it out. This is the Lifespring Family Audio Bible, and coming to you from Riverside, California, podcasting since 2004, I'm your OG Godcaster, Steve Webb. This is the daily podcast where we're reading through the entire Bible in a year. Great to be with you today. Thank you for inviting me into your day. Hey, just a reminder, the 17th anniversary of LifeSpring Media is this coming Saturday. As you probably know by now, I record these the day before you get them. So today is Sunday for me. And the lovely lady Leanne and I are going to be meeting in just a few hours with my good friend and fellow longtime podcaster, Ron Ploof and his wife. And if you're not familiar with the Griddle Cakes radio podcast, you should be. Ron is a master storyteller, and his podcast is a real treat to listen to. It's at griddlecakes.com really, you do owe it to yourself to check it out. So we're going to be meeting Ron and his wife down in San Diego, which is about a two-hour drive from my home, in just a few hours for dinner, which means I need to ask your indulgence. Today, there will be only the reading. No comments, no on this date in church history, nothing extra. Is that okay with you? You don't mind terribly if I take a short break once in a while, do you? Thank you. I appreciate it. Today, our reading is Genesis 36 through 39, and I'm calling the episode... Joseph. And tomorrow our reading is The Little Book of Ruth. So here's the reading, and I'll sign off now. Until tomorrow, may God bless you richly. Thanks again for your understanding. My name is Steve Webb. Bye. Genesis chapter 36. Now this is the history of the generations of Esau, that is, Edom. Esau took his wives from the daughters of Canaan, Ada the daughter of Elon, the Hittite, and Aholibamah, the daughter of Anah, the daughter of Zibion, the Hivite, and Basimath, Ishmael's daughter, sister of Nebahath. Adah bore to Esau Eliphaz. Basimath bore Reuel. Aholibamah bore Jiash, Jalem, and Korah. These are the sons of Esau who were born to him in the land of Canaan. Esau took his wives, his sons, his daughters, and all the members of his household, with his livestock, all his animals, and all his possessions which he had gathered in the land of Canaan. And they went into a land away from his brother Jacob. For their substance was too great for them to dwell together, and the land of their travels couldn't bear them because of their livestock. Esau lived in the hill country of Seir. Esau is Edom. This is the history of the generations of Esau, the father of the Edomites, in the hill country of Seir. These are the names of Esau's sons, Eliphaz the son of Adah, the wife of Esau, and Ruel the son of Basimath, the wife of Esau. The sons of Eliphaz were Teman, Omar, Zepho, and Gatim and Kenaz. Timnah was concubine to Eliphaz, Esau's son, and she bore to Eliphaz, Amalek. These are the sons of Adah, Esau's wife. These are the sons of Ruel, Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. These were the sons of Basimath, Esau's wife. These were the sons of Aholibamah, the daughter of Anah, the daughter of Zibion, Esau's wife. She bore to Esau Jeush, Jalem, and Korah. These are the chiefs of the sons of Esau, the sons of Eliphaz, the firstborn of Esau, chief Teman, chief Omar, chief Zepho, chief Kenaz, chief Korah, chief Gatim chief Amalek. These are the chiefs who came of Eliphaz in the land of Edom. These are the sons of Ada. These are the sons of Rule, Esau's son. Chief Nahath, chief Zerah, chief Shammah, chief Mizah. These are the chiefs who came of Rule in the land of Edom. These are the sons of Basimath, Esau's wife. These are the sons of Aholibamah, Esau's wife. Chief Jeash, chief Jalem, chief Korah. These are the chiefs who came of Aholibama, the daughter of Anah, Esau's wife. These are the sons of Esau, that is, Edom, and these are their chiefs. These are the sons of Seir the Horite, the inhabitants of the land, Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anah, Dishon, Ezer, and Dishan. These are the chiefs who came of the Horites, the children of Seir, in the land of Edom. The children of Lotan were Horai and Heman, Lotan's sister was Timnah. These are the children of Shobal, Alvin, Manahaf, Ebel, Shifo, and Onam. These are the children of Zibion, Aya and Ana. This is Ana who found the hot springs in the wilderness as he fed the donkeys of Zibion his father. These are the children of Ana: Dishon and Oholibama, the daughter of Ana. These are the children of Dishon, Hemdan, Eshban, Ithran, and Kiran. These are the children of Ezer, Bilhan, Zeavan, and Achan. These are the children of Dishan, Uz and Aran. These are the chiefs who came of the Horites, Chief Lotan, Chief Shobal, Chief Zibion, Chief Ana, Chief Dishan, Chief Ezer, and Chief Dishan. These are the chiefs who came of the Horites, according to their chiefs in the land of Seir. These are the kings who reigned in the land of Edom, before any king reigned over the children of Israel. Bela, the son of Beor, reigned in Edom. The name of his city was Dinaba. Bela died, and Jobab, the son of Zerah of Basra, reigned in his place. Jobab died, and Husham, of the land of the Temanites, reigned in his place. Husham died, and Hadad, the son of Bedad, who struck Midian in the land of Moab, reigned in his place. The name of his city was Avith. Hadad died, and Samla of Masrika reigned in his place. Samla died, and Shal of Rehoboth by the river reigned in his place. Shal died, and Baal-hanan, the son of Akbor, reigned in his place. Baal-hanan, the son of Akbor, died, and Hadar reigned in his place. The name of his city was Pal. His wife's name was Mahedabel, the daughter of Matred, the daughter of Mizahab. These are the names of the chiefs who came from Esau, according to their families, after their places, and by their names: Chief Timna, Chief Alva, Chief Gtheph, Chief Oholibama, Chief Ela, Chief Pinon, Chief Kenaz, Chief Timon, Chief Mibzar, Chief Magdiel, and Chief Iram. These are the chiefs of Edom, according to their habitations in the land of their possession. This is Esau the father of the Edomites. Genesis chapter 37. Jacob lived in the land of his father's travels, in the land of Canaan. This is the history of the generations of Jacob. Joseph, being seventeen years old, was feeding the flock with his brothers. He was a boy with the sons of Bilhah and Zilpah, his father's wives. Joseph brought an evil report of them to their father. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children, because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. His brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, and they hated him, and couldn't speak peaceably to him. Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it to his brothers, and they hated him all the more. He said to them, Please hear this dream which I have dreamed, for behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and behold, My sheaf arose and also stood upright, and, behold, your sheaves came around and bowed down to my sheaf. His brothers said to him, Will you indeed reign over us, or will you indeed have dominion over us? They hated him all the more for his dreams and for his words. He dreamed yet another dream, and told it to his brothers, and said, Behold, I have dreamed yet another dream, and, behold, the sun and the moon and eleven stars bowed down to me. He told it to his father and to his brothers. His father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream that you have dreamed? Will I and your mother and your brothers indeed come to bow ourselves down to you to the earth? His brothers envied him, but his father kept this saying in mind. His brothers went to feed their father's flock in Shechem. Israel said to Joseph, Aren't your brothers feeding the flock in Shechem? Come, and I will send you to them. He said to him, Here I am. HE SAID TO HIM, GO NOW, SEE WHETHER IT IS WELL WITH YOUR BROTHERS AND WELL WITH THE FLOCK, AND BRING ME WORD AGAIN. SO HE SET HIM OUT OF THE VALLEY OF HEBRON, AND HE CAME TO Shechem. A CERTAIN MAN FOUND HIM, AND, BEHOLD, HE WAS WANDERING IN THE FIELD. THE MAN ASKED HIM, WHAT ARE YOU LOOKING FOR? HE SAID, I'M LOOKING FOR MY BROTHERS. TELL ME, PLEASE, WHERE THEY ARE FEEDING THE FLOCK. THE MAN SAID, THEY HAVE LEFT HERE, FOR I HEARD THEM SAY, LET US GO TO Dothan.'" Joseph went after his brothers and found them in Dothan. They saw him afar off, and before he came near to them, they conspired against him to kill him. They said to one another, Behold, this dreamer comes. Come now, therefore, and let's kill him, and cast him into one of the pits, and we will say, An evil animal has devoured him. We will see what will become of his dreams. Reuben heard it and delivered him out of their hand and said, Let's not take his life, Reuben said to them, Shed no blood. Throw him into this pit that is in the wilderness, but lay no hand on him, that he might deliver him out of their hand, to restore him to his father. When Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped Joseph of his coat, the coat of many colors that was on him, and they took him and threw him into the pit. The pit was empty, there was no water in it. They sat down to eat bread. And they lifted up their eyes and looked, and saw a caravan of Ishmaelites was coming from Gilead, with their camels bearing spices and balm and myrrh, going to carry it down to Egypt. Judas said to his brothers, What profit is it if we kill our brother and conceal his blood? Come, and let's sell him to the Ishmaelites, and not let our hand be on him, for he is our brother, our flesh. His brothers listened to him. Midianites who were merchants passed by, and they drew and lifted up Joseph out of the pit, and sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for twenty pieces of silver. They brought Joseph into Egypt. Reuben returned to the pit and saw that Joseph wasn't in the pit, and he tore his clothes. He returned to his brothers and said, The child is no more, and I, where will I go? They took Joseph's coat and killed a male goat, and dipped the coat in the blood. They took the coat of many colors, and they brought it to their father, and said, We have found this. Examine it now, whether it is your son's coat or not. He recognized it and said, It is my son's coat. An evil animal has devoured him. Joseph is without doubt torn in pieces. Jacob tore his clothes and put sackcloth on his waist, and mourned for his son many days. All his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. He said, For I will go down to Sheol to my son mourning. His father wept for him. The Midianites sold him into Egypt to Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh's, the captain of the guard. Genesis chapter 38. And it came to pass at that time that Judah went down from his brethren and turned in to a man of Adullam whose name was Hira. And Judah saw there the daughter of a Canaanitish man, whose name was Shua, and he took her and went in to her. And she conceived and bore a son, and he called his name Ur. And she again conceived and bore a son, and she called his name Onan. And again she bore a son, and she called his name Shelah, and he was at Kezeb when she bore him. And Judah took a wife for Ur, his firstborn, and her name was Tamar. And Ur, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of Jehovah, and Jehovah slew him. Then Judah said to Onan, Go into thy brother's wife, and fulfill to her the brother-in-law's duty, and raise up seed to thy brother. But when Onan knew that the seed should not be his own, it came to pass when he went into his brother's wife that he spilled it on the ground in order to give no seed to his brother. And the thing which he did was evil in the sight of Jehovah, and he slew him also. And Judah said to Tamar, his daughter-in-law, Remain a widow in thy father's house until Shelah my son is grown. For he said, Lest he die also as his brethren. And Tamar went and remained in her father's house. And as the days were multiplied, Judah's wife, the daughter of Shua, died. And Judah was comforted, and he went up to his sheep-shearers to Temna he and his friend Hira the Adolamite. And it was told Tamar, saying, Behold, thy father-in-law is going up to Timnah to shear his sheep. And she put the garments of her widowhood off from her, and covered herself with a veil, and wrapped herself, and sat in the entry of Anaim, which is on the way to Timnah. For she saw that Shelah was grown, and she was not given to him as wife. And Judah saw her, and took her for a harlot, because she had covered her face. And he turned aside to her by the way, and said, Come, I pray thee, let me go into thee. For he did not know that she was his daughter-in-law. And she said, What wilt thou give me, that thou mayest come into me? And he said, I will send thee a kid of the goats from the flock. And she said, Wilt thou give me a pledge until thou send it? And he said, What pledge shall I give thee? And she said, Thy signet, and thy lace, and thy staff, which is in thy hand. And he gave it her, and went in to her, and she conceived by him. And she arose and went away, and she laid by her veil from her, and put on the garments of her widowhood. And Judah sent the kid of the goats by the hand of his friend the Adullamite, to receive the pledge of the woman's hand. But he found her not. And he asked the men of her place, saying, Where is the prostitute that was at Anaim by the wayside? And they said, There was no prostitute here. And he returned to Judah, and said, I have not found her. And also the men of the place said, No prostitute has been here. Then Judah said, Let her take it for herself, lest we be put to shame. Behold, I sent this kid, and thou hast not found her. And it came to pass about three months after that it was told Judah, saying, Tamar thy daughter-in-law has committed fornication, and behold, she is also with child by fornication. And Judah said, Bring her forth, that she may be burned. When she was brought forth, she sent to her father-in-law, saying, By the man to whom these belong am I with child. And she said, Acknowledge, I pray thee, whose are this signet and this lace and this staff? And Judah acknowledged them, and said, She is more righteous than I, because I have not given her to Shelah my son. And he knew her again no more. And it came to pass at the time of her delivery that, behold, twins were in her womb. And it came to pass, when she brought forth, that one stretched out his hand, and the midwife took it, and bound round his hand a scarlet thread, saying, This came out first. And it came to pass, as he drew back his hand, that, behold, his brother came out. And she said, How hast thou broken forth? On thee be the breach. And they called his name Ferez. And afterwards came out his brother, round whose hand was the scarlet thread. And they called his name Zira Genesis chapter thirty nine And Joseph was brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, a chamberlain of Pharaoh, the captain of the lifeguard, an Egyptian, bought him of the hand of the Ishmaelites who had brought him down thither. And Jehovah was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master the Egyptian. And his master saw that Jehovah was with him, and that Jehovah made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And Joseph found favor in his eyes and attended on him, and he set him over his house, and all that he had he gave into his hand. And it came to pass from the time he had set him over his house and all that he had, that Jehovah blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake, and the blessing of Jehovah was on all that he had in the house and in the field. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and took cognizance of nothing with him, save the bread that he ate. And Joseph was of a beautiful form and of a beautiful countenance. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes on Joseph and said, Lie with me. But he refused and said to his master's wife, Behold, my master takes cognizance of nothing with me. What is in the house and all that he has has been given into my hand. There is none greater in this house than I. Neither has he withheld anything from me but thee because thou art his wife, and how should I do this great wickedness and sin against God? And it came to pass, as she spoke to Joseph day by day, and he hearkened not to her to lie with her and to be with her, that on a certain day he went into the house to do his business, and there was none of the men of the house there in the house. Then she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. But he left his garment in her hand, and fled, and ran out. And it came to pass, when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand, and had fled forth, that she called to the men of her house, and spoke to them, saying, See, he has brought in a Hebrew man to us, to mock us. He came in to me, to lie with me, and I cried with a loud voice. And it came to pass, when he heard that I lifted up my voice, and cried, that he left his garment with me, and fled, and went out. And she laid his garment by her, until his Lord came home. And she spoke to him according to these words, saying, The Hebrew bondman that thou hast brought to us came in to me to mock me. And it came to pass, as I lifted up my voice and cried, that he left his garment with me and fled forth. And it came to pass, when his lord heard the words of his wife, which she spoke to him, saying, After this manner did thy bondman to me, that his wrath was kindled. And Joseph's lord took him and put him into the tower house, the place where the king's prisoners were confined, and he was there in the tower house. And Jehovah was with Joseph and extended mercy to him and gave him favor in the eyes of the chief of the tower house. And the chief of the tower house committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the tower house, and whatever they had to do there he did. The chief of the tower house looked not to anything under his hand, Because Jehovah was with him, and what he did, Jehovah made it prosper.